T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yes, indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Datatula, joined alongside by Blake Elliott. Yes, sir, Ski. We got David Shrupp on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. And thank you all for rolling with us on a Thursday evening in the Metroplex. A lot of things happening in sports, including the breaking news on the day that um, Mike Zimmer is expected to be the new defensive coordinator of your Dallas Cowboys. And so I, I think there's some finalizing needed to be done, but... I mean, I imagine the official announcement should come soon enough. Mike Zimmer, former uh, defense coordinator of the Cowboys back in the early aughts and now, and most recently head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, will take over for where Dan Quinn left off um, handle, or heading the defense for these Dallas Cowboys. Um, also, on the evening, your Dallas Mavericks in action there in the third quarter with a 10-point lead in New York against the Jalen Brunson-less New York Knicks. 66-56 is the score with about nine minutes to go in the third quarter. No Brunson, no OG Ananobi either in that one. And, of course, for your Mavericks, you have, you know, Luka and Kyrie and Maxi. Derek Lively still no not lively, playing. No but Lively, of course, no Exum. No Exum. But then, of course, uh, you know, Grant Williams, Seth Curry, Rashawn Holmes all traded on this NBA trade deadline day. P.J. Washington and um, and Daniel Gafford come in, but, of course, they're not playing immediately. The trades have to be approved, and then, of course, they have to get integrated in. Yeah. I'd be interested in seeing if hopefully maybe they could play was, on Saturday. I was just going to say, Nico just gave some quotes for, I guess this might have been before, but our friend Grant Afseth just put it out for Saturday. Um, Nico Harrison said the availability of P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford for Saturday's game against Oklahoma City will depend on physicals. With all the teams involved, they are hopeful about their potential availability for Saturday. And then also, Nico Harrison didn't rule out the possibility of signing a player on the buyout market. He emphasized if there's a chance to improve the team, he will do whatever it takes. And so that I imagine that what specifically is being spoken of, Spencer Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. formerly a Dallas <laughs> Maverick, he is on the buyout market. And so there's a possibility that he could be added. Let's to go. this team. We needed an aggressive GM, man. Nico Harrison approving to be that. Um, however, I mentioned this to homie the Dallas Cowboys. It's also the home of the World Series champion Texas Rangers. Yep. Um, and I guess before I do that, I should mention NFL football honors, NFL honors happening tonight. So we get uh, some clarification on who win these regular season awards in the NFL. But like I said, World Series champion Texas Rangers, less than a week from pitchers and catchers reporting. In fact, Base and when it comes to baseball in general, the Dodgers pitchers and catchers reported today. Like we are there, baby, we are there. Um, so we are getting ever closer to baseball being back 
in uh, just in general, but then also baseball being back in Texas. And that's going to be really fun, it's especially because and we knew he would be on the team. But you get a more than amicable resolution for Adolis Garcia, getting him ready to be on this uh, on this team and happy. We know that there was arbitration that might have come up uh, earlier today if they did not come to agreements. I know that the Rangers have put up that, you know, give him a $5 million deal for this year. Aroldis Chapman and his, or sorry, not Aroldis Chapman. He is no longer on his team. Adolis Garcia mm-hmm. and his team wanted uh, $6.9 They agree on something a lot better than that. They come to terms that ultimately end up being where Adolis Garcia gets $14 million over the next two seasons, guaranteed, and also a ton of escalators uh, based on plate appearances and MVP votes for him. So and I, I, at the very least, seventeen mil, or $7 million a year for the next two seasons, so you don't even have to worry about arbitration this year or next year. And plus, he should be able to get a little bit more because a little bit more money, rather, because Adolis Garcia is that dude when it comes to this team. And, and for those exact numbers for, for my geeks out there and, and my uh, cap watchers, in 2024, he'll be making $4.75 million. In 2025, he'll be making $9.25 million. Oh, they backloaded it like that? Mm-hmm. And he can make up to $20.25 million with certain escalators that Reggie was referring to. And in 2026, we have that arbitration three. And in 2027, he is an unrestricted free agent, obviously, if no extensions get done before him. Yeah, I, I do love that they went ahead and, you know, let's let's go ahead and appease the guy who was your ALCS MVP, right? Well, like what a, do you need? What do you need? <laughs> a, a dude who was the heart of this, of this playoff run uh, all the way through. I mean, I'm talking about big-time plays, multiple grand slams, uh, defensive plays, playing through injury. I mean, it just felt right to do right by this man and glad that they got it done before the buzzer uh, struck. Obviously, Adolis was going to be on this team, but it just, it's very, it's a lot nicer knowing that they were able to get something done without having to go in that, that arbitration room where now you have to talk about all the reasons why he doesn't deserve that extra money. Good to keep all, uh, everything amicable, everything good. And your Texas Rangers, now with all arbitration cases settled. They're pretty much ready to go to uh, get to surprise, start working on uh, getting another World Series championship in the 2024 MLB season. I, and I think the thing that this does is now a lot of people are wanting moves to get done and moves to be made. Me and Reggie highlighted it. They hadn't made that TV deal. They've made the Bally's deal now. They know how much money is going to be coming in into the owner's pockets. So now you were able to go figure this out. And now I, I saw pretty much everyone under the tweet that it was said when Adolis signed. Now go get Monty. Go get Montgomery now. So that will be what we'll be watching over the next couple of weeks to see if they can get him or if they move forward and say, we don't really need your services. That'll be something that's interesting to watch. But now they've gotten one of those postseason heroes locked up. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned, so we'll, I'll pivot here. You mentioned the idea of, the TV money and the ways in which that probably slowed up the way that the Ma- or the Rangers went about their offseason, how they you know went about maybe courting and signing free agents and how that maybe has kept them from doing things like getting Jordan Montgomery signed back up to return to your Rangers or maybe getting aggressive and signing someone like, I don't know, relief pitcher Josh Hader. And this is actually an interesting piece of audio uh, from a podcast that now I can't recall. I'll have to get you the name here <laughs> shortly. But Josh Hader, the relief pitcher, I believe he had previously last pitched for the Padres, if I remember correctly. And he was out there on the market. Best reliever out there, real good closer. 
And, you know, he was out there. He ultimately joins the Astros, your hated rivals. But that was a guy that a lot of people wanted to see, especially when you considered the ways in which this bullpen clearly needed help. Josh Hader was talked about why he was asked why he did not end up signing with the Texas Rangers. Du jour of the offseason was, oh, we're waiting on the TV money, but they won a World Series. And obviously now they're your rivals. So you're going to want to stomp on them. But a lot of people were like, oh, that's what they're missing. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the biggest thing for them was the TV deal. I think, uh, obviously, um, you know, I'm not behind their finances or anything like that, but um, that's what was stopping them from making making moves, I guess. And like I said, um, we're just here to win win a World Series. And Houston was the team that, that showed us that they're all in for that opportunity, and they've done it too. So um, full go Houston Astros. So there you go. That's Thousands. Josh Hader on the uh, on the foul terror t- territory uh, podcast, and I, I imagine that adds just a little bit more fire under Rangers fans' uh, keisters when it comes to booing that dude in particular. Because I mean, look, it did seem like he was relatively open, but he's like, "Hey, man, the Astros actually want me." Basically, they they put the money up, and they're actually trying to. And the, I don't like the way that he was like, and they've won it before, so the Rangers have too. Yeah. If you if you don't recall, Rangers. World Series champions, 2023. Yeah, talk nice to him. Yeah, um, that that tone was interesting. I mean, I it didn't sound like a guy that was ecstatic to go to the Rangers or the Astros. He said, yeah, <laughs> uh, "The team." It, it gave me Nick Bosa vibes, where he's just like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm on the team." He's like, "They know? signed the check, and so here Is, I that's am. Astros. That's where I'm going. Yeah, Rangers. I guess TV money. I guess it's why they didn't sign me. I don't know. I'm Houston, right? Okay, it's still Texas. Yeah. So I mean. Y- Look, I, I I would love to beat that man when it comes to this team. But, I mean, it, it also just, again, really points to the fact that the holdup on the Bally sports money situation clearly uh, directly hampered some of the things that happened because it didn't seem like he was like, nah, they weren't interested, right? Mm-hmm. He he seemed to really harp on the idea that, yeah, just the, the money didn't seem to be there. Um, and so you hope that now that that is figured out when it comes to uh, the circumstances for the 2024 season being carried on Bally for your Texas Rangers, that that will help them uh, figure out their money situation and hopefully get uh, their the rest of their season, or rest of their roster rather, settled for the upcoming season. Um, elsewhere, um, when we talk about your Texas Rangers, Baseball Prospectus yep. uh, released their Pocota projections for the 2024 season. And so there's still obviously teams aren't finished. We were just talking about the fact that these these Rangers probably have some moves that they possibly could make, the likes of you know bringing back Jordan Montgomery to the team. But with that being the case, they still they ran the projections just trying to get a feel for what they anticipate to happen in this season. Now, when let's look at I'll, I'll go around baseball a little bit before we get to your Texas Rangers. But in the AL East, where there was a lot of teams that made some moves, right? Um, who do you think that they have projected to win at the AL East hmm. in this upcoming season? Hmm. Who is going to be running it this year? <sighs> no good guesses here. Mm-mm. Mm. Baltimore? Baltimore is, is a good guess. I would have thought Baltimore would have a lot of love because of the young guys and the ways mm-hmm. that they played and probably a level progression that could be seen mm-hmm. in addition to the ways that they've been aggressive. Mm-hmm. In the offseason, no, Pakoda actually is high on the Yankees. Oh, Obviously, they acquired. We hear this every year. Yeah, Reggie. they acquired Juan Soto. It's it bolsters an aging lineup, right? They weren't very healthy this past season either. Either um, they missed the postseason for the first time since 2016. 
but they are expected and they're projected rather to win 94 games this upcoming season, which is a solid a solid win total if you look at that. Um, after that, the Blue Jays expected to win 88 wins, and the Orioles expected to accumulate 87 wins so in the AL East. They're seeing an Orioles regression. They had 101 last year. I guess so, right? Wow. Uh, yeah, the precipitous decline, kind of what they're looking at for the Orioles, as you mentioned, 101 wins. So, yeah, I don't know exactly what maybe Dang. they're looking at youth and some level of regression to the mean Gunner when it comes really to play. Good. I don't I don't see that coming. I, Yankees were 25 games out of first last year, and they're expecting them to get Juan Soto, who would – And and maybe be healthier, I think, is okay. the way that they're I, going I, about that. But I know this isn't you that wrote it, Reggie, but this guy who wrote it, I just – Well, it's I not mean, It's it not could, one guy. Like These are their projections, right? And, like and This is a happen. system, a, a and model it, that they utilize. The Yankees have the roster. Don't get that confused. But for some reason, they, they, they there are usually a lot of hype that goes around the Yankees sure. of, of playing well every year, and then they seem not to live up to expectations. So I'm putting more of my stock in young Baltimore rather than the, the hype Yankees, but to each their own. So, yeah, that, that's what they have there. If you care at all about the AL Central projecting 88 wins for the Twins. Yep, I can agree with that. Um, Guardians at 83 wins. Tigers at 75 wins. You see that to kind of decline the Hopefully, Central. What about the Royals? Where they got the Royals? My boy Bobby Witt. Yeah, Bobby Witt and the Royals, they have them at 70 wins. Okay, like, that's better than last year. <laughs> the Royals, uh, are interestingly aggressive. When we're talking about yeah. teams that were aggressive yeah. in the offseason, Royals very aggressive in the way that moves. they – So I imagine that they would hope to get more than simply 70 wins in that regard, but that's what the projections are. Now we come to the AL West where you're – Texas Rangers reside. Okay, uh, I already know who they project first. Let's let's keep let's 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 be honest. Houston's going to win it. They projected to win it. I think they will win it, and that's fine because they can have the regular season. Am I okay, right? I mean, look, that's fair enough, especially when you consider the ways that you know last year. You know, uh, you can have the division banner. The Texas Rangers will have the World Series championship banner. Um, last year, the Astros and the Rangers both win ninety wins. Now, when I ask you projections for what you think, because you did say that you thought the Astros would win the division, and that is what yeah. the Pocotas, uh projections so- show. How many wins do you think the projections have for the Astros? Probably 98. Not as much, 95. Okay, 95. So, 95 I mean, but that's still expected to be, what is that, best in the best in the AL, right? That That is the projection. Now for your Texas Rangers. Your uh, I'm gonna World say Series champion winning Texas Rangers, reigning World Series champs, how many wins do you think that they were projected after having a 90-win season last season? Uh, injuries, um, probably expecting an Evan Carter regression, starting pitching. I'm going to say they project us. Baltimore was – or not Baltimore. Houston was 95. I'm going to say the Rangers, 80, 88, 87. 86 is okay. the project. I, I found that to be re- somewhat low, but, of course, you also have to consider, as you mentioned, right, like a lot of your really, really good pitchers you're not expecting to have until midway through the season, until really in the summer – and so I, it feels like what the what the expectation is, and I feel like Rangers fans would be 100% okay with this, or maybe not 100%, but largely okay with this, is uh, try and you know maintain where you can be till you get all those guys back, and then do a lot of work in the second half of the season once you get the likes of Mally and Scherzer and Degrom back into the fold, and you get that high level pitching back in the rotation. But yeah, 86 projected wins. That would be good for a wild card spot mm-hmm. in the projections that they have all the way across. Are you, you good with that? I'm good with that. I'm good with the wild card, baby. Give me in the playoffs. Give me Boach. Give me Garcia. Give me C. Give me Evaldi. Hopefully give me Montgomery. And we cook. There you go. So as of right now, just the projections. Projections don't mean much. Ultimately, you got to get out there on the diamond and play. 
projections have your Rangers finishing second in the AL West with a wild card, uh, a wild card berth, and maybe just maybe another run to a World Series championship. Those are some of the things that we were talking about when it came to your Rangers. Um, also, worth noting again, Adolis Garcia, fourteen million dollar deal over the next two seasons. He avoids arbitration today. All's good in the hood. Just six days until the Rangers pitchers and catchers report in yep. Surprise, Arizona. It's around the corner. So get right right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, let's check in in Las Vegas with one of the hosts of the KNC Masterpiece. He's the K. It's Kevin Hagelin. How's his time been in Vegas? We'll talk about that and more next on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, Thanks for rolling with us on a Thursday evening in the Metroplex. Uh, we immediately jump to, well, actually, uh, let me jump real quick to New York. New York, where your Dallas Mavericks are playing. They lead 86-69. Nice. Very nice score for your Dallas Mavericks uh, as they take on the Jalen brunson list, the OG Ananobi-less. The, J, uh, the Julius Randle-less New York Knicks, and they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do, which is beat them. The Tom Thibodeaus. That's right. That's right. Um, and also, I mentioned that we are in the Metroplex because we are not in Las Vegas. That's where our next guest is. He is the host of the KNC Masterpiece, and he joins us on the DM Leasing Hotline. He is our friend, Kevin Hagelin. K- Hagee, what's happening, my man? Are you guys calling to talk about the WrestleMania press conference? Um, um, no, you caught me there. Absolutely Ooh. not. Although I have All been right. seeing scuttlebutt. So you know what? I'm going to do you a solid and give you an opportunity to do this. So what it exactly is awesome. What exactly is happening with the rock? And, uh, what's, what's my man? Um, Cody, Cody Rose? Rose, what's happening with these cats? They're going to try to make the rock back into a bad guy. And they started using the F word and it was phenomenal. Okay. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to yeah. get out on that regard? Cause you know, I do not actually care. Yeah, you know, I just appreciated they didn't call it wrestling, and so I mean that's I what it is. It at that. Yeah, it is wrestling, mm-hmm. WrestleMania, all that. Uh, but we appreciate you taking a little time here. Uh, I, I do want to check in here because the fellas. I mean, look, Las Vegas, nickname Sin City. There's a lot of debauchery that goes on, and you're you're not like generally a fan of debauchery. So I've been worried that you were not going to like get out and enjoy yourself on this work trip, which is what those things are about. Not working, and so. Can you can you assure me that you are indeed enjoying yourself on this trip? I I will. I am enjoying myself, and I did get propositioned last night. Oh, while, nice! While walking the street by, you know, I assume a lady of the night. Maybe that's not fair. Maybe she just likes to cut to the chase, and 
she stopped me along with her other friend, put her arm on my our hand on my arm, and she's like, "What about you, big boy?" Okay, and I was like. Oh, no, thank you. And I was also <laughs> listening to a podcast while I was walking because I'm a nerd. Yeah. But I did go out and about, and I made my way down to the Bellagio so I could do some gambling and see the fountain in person and everything like that. So, oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize you weren't above gambling. I thought you might have been. I thought that might have been out of the out of the realm of possibility for you. No, no. I, I like to gamble. It's a good thing I don't live here because I would probably gamble too much, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. this is only the second time I've ever been here, so I, I feel like I can do a moderate amount of gambling. Is there a gamble system for you? Uh, yes. Actually, you know what? I, like I should have known. I, I know. Look, I like to play blackjack because there's a lot of math involved, mm-hmm. but also... I do not believe slot machines are just random. I believe that if you look at patterns, especially for like wheel-based games and stuff, you can find a way to uh, defeat them, and I have. Yeah, there's a. I, I, I've been actually doing some funny research on that as well. Apparently, there's a limit. A lot of them have, and there's slot machine hustlers that will go around seeing when that limit is hit, and then there's like a very high possibility of the jackpot being hit, and then that's when they'll tap into the machine and start using it over and over, knowing that that jackpot is uh, primed and ready to be hit. It makes a lot of sense to me. Now, I don't want to become one of those people. You don't want to be a hustler? It helps me win a few hundred. Well, no, no. The way you describe a hustler's fine. The way you described it is like, it sounds very seedy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll take my hundreds of dollars yep. and move about my way. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of all that debauchery and craziness, That's right. me and Reggie, the first night that everyone was leaving, we were taking some bets some unders on who was going to be the first one to show up late, who was going to mess up an interview, who was maybe going to have a little too much to drink the night before. Do we have any reports on anybody on the bad report card yet that you've seen? Oh, I can most certainly address the very last question that you asked. Very Mm -hmm. nice. So you know how they have the media party and stuff on Mm, Tuesday? I'm turning it up. Uh, Your uh, former very close co-worker, Corey Majors, got at absolutely trashed at that thing <laughs> okay man. okay and he was he was already drinking on the way up now it's really funny because he goes i had one beer but like the further you dug into that story you found out the one beer was a 32 ounce beer but mm-hmm. he took a beer to go yep before he got into the car on the way to the media party then he proceeded to drink a lot at the media party and they're not all on social media but let me assure you there are other videos of mr majors escapades on tuesday evening oh wow, wow. okay the, wow. the secret cut i can't I, wait to see I that one see it oh the director's cut of this is amazing I, you're fantastic. gonna want to check it out I yeah can't, i can't remember who tweeted it out it might have been the fan but a picture of all of y'all i think at the media party and Corey looked like he was enjoying himself, and I didn't want to make that conclusion. I was like, oh, I don't know. And some people in the comments were already saying, Corey looks like he's had a little bit of much to drink. So I'm glad you confirmed that, in fact, Corey was probably drunk when that photo was taken. Oh, for sure. I will connect those dots <laughs> a million percent. Okay. I, I, I'm obligated by my own personal conscience and nothing else to talk just a little bit of football with you. Uh, so sure. let's, start, let's start here. Um, how do you feel at the fact that right in front of our eyes right now, uh, Miles Garrett, AP Defensive Player of the Year. What what does that do for you? Yeah, I mean, look, I said that's who I thought was going to win Defensive Player of the Year. I know there are some definitely some people backing uh, TJ Watt that were upset about that because they look at you know only certain metrics uh, metrics of statistics 
Look, I'm a big fan of Miles Garrett for a variety of reasons, not the least of which where he went to college. That's but right. also, I, I, I also saw him in a scrimmage when I covered high school sports when they were playing Allen. And I was like, who the crap is that? Yep, Arlington Martin, baby. Yes. And I was like, holy cow, this kid is awesome. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really cool to see it play out like that. And I didn't see, did Micah finish second? Did he finish third? Uh, we haven't gotten that quite information okay. yet. We, I, I will see if I can find that for you by the end of this conversation. But can I take a quick pa- uh, quick pause? Because I actually realized, I'm not sure if you have heard the breaking news on the evening. About Do- Mike Zimmer? Okay, cool. Uh, yes, yeah. Mike Zimmer going to be the new defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. Now that it's official, what, what are your thoughts on it? Look, I mean, I, I, was, I was pretty heavy in the Al Harris camp, but you know, there were some discussions and whatnot about X's and O's and scheming things out that maybe that wasn't the move to make just quite yet. Like, I don't want to say that's never going to be his next move, but maybe that wasn't the move just quite yet. And I firmly believe that you need to add some toughness to this defense. And if you're going to add a person who had eight eye surgeries and then before the ninth one said, if this is a, this one doesn't work out, I'm just going to have them take the eye out. I feel like that's toughness to me. So I I like it. I understand people who are concerned that it's another old retread coach. I understand that, but I think I'm okay with this. Now, do you see Zimmer as someone who is a short-term stopgap kind of guy, or do you think they have somewhat of a long-term play, or do you think it all depends on this season, and do you think kind of some of the personnel will change with them? Honestly, I think it's got to be that last one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if anybody who tells you it's a long-term deal, well, like, what the hell is that based on? Mm-hmm. Is this whole thing, could it be exploded after the end of next season? So, mm-hmm. look, I, I, I view it as a short-term, partially because of his age, partially because of the circumstances he's coming into. Gotta, I, I would imagine short-term either way. Mm-hmm. Do you think some of the personnel will change with him being the D.C.? And me and a uh... Reg, we're talking about those assistant coaches that got blocked from going to Washington. Do you think um, he's kind of in line with how their coaching style is? Yeah, I would think so. Like, as soon as Joe Witt Jr. made the move over uh, to to Washington, mm-hmm. I had a feeling that they were going to try to lock some stuff down and look for somebody who could fit in because clearly you saw by the interview list they had, they like several of their own coaches, and I do not believe – position-wise, that they want to lose them. So, I mean, sure, you're inevitably going to be seeing some changes, but I think it's going to be more similar to uh, the last scheme that people might believe. Okay, Kevin, you're doing fantastic. Uh, the, the, the judges are rating you very highly. We now move out of the pure football portion of the evening of the program. And I should let you know, Miles Garrett did get 165 votes in the player of the year voting, defense player of the year voting. T.J. Watt was second. Um, and okay. then Michael Parsons was third. Michael Parsons got okay. seven first place votes compared to TJ Watts, 19 and Miles Garrett's 23. It's, so. it, it's interesting, like, because I, I kind of thought Miles Garrett, uh, or excuse me, I kind of thought Michael Parsons might finish second, but third makes sense to me as well. He's now finished second, second, and third in his career, and it's been three different winners in the last three years. I, I just find that to be fascinating. Sir, I said we're done with the football per- portion oh, of the program. Is it, time, is it time for basketball? Um, it could be, but I actually am more interested in your, like your keen eyed view of radio row. Um, okay. I don't know. You sounded not all excited about that. So, you know what I'm going to, no, no, I am. I just really like what the Mavs did today too, but yes, radio row hit me. Okay. You know what? I can't do it to you. I gotta, I gotta get to the things that you like. 
How excited were you at Nico Harrison's uh, trade haul on this trade deadline day? Man, I, I was I, I was really stoked the, in the way you saw it come in and getting both Gafford and Washington. And earlier in the day, some people were talking about P.J. Washington. I was like, I don't know, man. Their, their price sounds a little bit high. Mm-hmm. But once you saw the way it got maneuvered, I don't mind this at all. And I, the thing I like about it is it kind of feels – like the Cole Hamels deal. I, I, I know they're not maybe the same exact caliber, but it's for now, but it's really for next year and the year after that too, is you're starting to see a defined core of what the Mavericks think this team will look like over the next two and a half years. And I like that they added another wing presence. And for the love of God, I like that they added somebody who can rebound. Yeah. And, and Gafford and PJ both being under 26 and under contract. Okay. I yep. think is is really big for the Mavs. And I was talking with Reggie, what is the two biggest deficiencies with the Mavs? Defense and rebounding. And you got a, a wing that can switch around and can attack the rim at PJ Washington. And then Gafford being one of the better guys around the rim on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I I, I saw some very like kind of muted response and people were like, Well, who the hell are these people? Well, you know what? If the Mavericks wanted to go get another star, they probably could have picked up Green or Wiggins or Westbrook or like you could go on and on. But is that really what you wanted on this team? Like you got defense, rebounding, and more of a presence on the wing. Yep. So I, I I like what they did very much, even if the names aren't like ginormous now, I, casual I, fans. I think I think they won the trade deadline. I think out of all I, the teams, I yeah. think they if they didn't win, they were up there. I think they had an aggressive trade deadline and got the pieces they needed to get. And now you have guys like Green and Derrick Jones Jr. and Exum that can rotate in and out of the starting lineup, and whoever's not starting is on your bench unit, which just became a lot more bolstered. And I, I would not have thought that they would be able to go through this and keep Green, yeah. Hardy, They wanted Crawford. Green. Yeah, like I, I'm not saying they would have lost all of them, but I would have thought surely somebody would go along the way. And you still have not a lot, but some draft assets if you want to make an offseason move yeah. depending on how – the rest of the season goes. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm pretty stoked about what they did. And and also we've been getting more and more rumblings. Apparently Spencer Dinwiddie is on the buyout market and the Mavs and Lakers right. are interested. And Spencer Dinwiddie is currently at this Mavs Knicks game in New York. And I've been seeing videos on Twitter. Mark Cuban is already having conversations with him during timeouts at a halftime talking to Spencer Dinwiddie one on one. Smart. Let's close that deal before this game's over, fellas. <laughs> there you go. Take, get, take him on the plane. <laughs> All right, Hagee. Yeah. Uh, what has been – I have two questions. I'm just going to ask them right here and see if you can get to both of them. Um, what has been the most interesting conversation that you've had thus far, um, either on radio, off radio? And then also, what's been your favorite thing that you've seen over the course of your time in Vegas this week? Ooh, man. My – the favorite thing I might have seen is – I saw a couple coming out of one of the wedding chapels and they looked sober. And so (laughs) I was excited for them. If they weren't, I'd be like, oof, but no, they both looked prepared and they both looked excited. And I thought that was really neat. And also the other thing I like, I need to say one thing. I'm going to cheat just a little bit. You got it. If you can go find the video of Mike and Corey in the football and paper towel throwing competition, (laughs) at the uh, bounty station, that was pretty awesome. And you got to see how competitive Mike was because he's like, oh, I swear they gave Corey more time. Like, we need to do this again. (laughs) I actually did see that video over the course of you doing it. And one thing that was really great is you were able to, like, see what was happening in real time. It feels like we really figured out the, uh, the technical aspect of this. 
Oh, for sure. And I like, I was glad that I could see it. And then of course I started watching people afterwards and I thought Corey and Mike did a really good job for, I don't know, maybe like five minutes. And then some new people came along and they were really rolling. And as far as the most, maybe the most fun conversation and not to just sound like a shill for my own show, but tomorrow we're going to have Warren Sapp on the show. Mm -hmm. It may or may not have already been recorded. And I'll tell you this, it's a good thing it was. Because holy moly, does Warren Sapp like to swear? Mm. Mm. We like a passionate guy. Did he tell you about it's that gift that he gave his uh, gave his coworkers at one time? You know what? I'm trying to stay on radio, bro. Okay, <laughs> they're sending us to spring training first this year. That's never happened ever. So I feel like there's a level of trust that if I violate straight away, mm-hmm. as opposed to like three or four years down the line, is not a smart business move. Uh, buffet. Ended up being successful, worth your money or not worth your money? Okay, I hope I don't kill your content right here. I did not go to the buffet because <gasps> there's one thing, Mr. Atatula, that you know about me is oh, I yeah, that's am right. a thrifty, thrifty son of a gun. So Also, you don't I like was, a lot of foods. That's true. So I was not dropping $100 on that buffet. I did not go. Hundreds what they were charging? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And everybody went but you? No, Bobby didn't go. I think there's at least one or two other people didn't go, but the majority of people did go. Did y'all have so, like a did y'all have a powwow for the people that didn't go in the room? Like a little jam sesh together for the non buffet goers? You know what? That is a very logical question. But mm-hmm. instead I went to a magic show. <laughs> so no, I did not do that. I'm glad you did that. Magic show out of ten. Yes? Zero, uh, ten? Yeah, it was like an eight. And okay. you know what really helps? It was in, it's the it's in our hotel. Oh, and so the lack of travel really upped it. It was super <laughs> fun. And then I saw Cirque du Soleil earlier this week, and that was ten out of ten. It was fantastic. Very good. I I, I should be wrapping this up, so I want to ask one more. But I want to ask one more thing. Last year, you were able to make one of your co-hosts' dreams uh, happen on Radio Row, and that's Corey Majors talking to Kay Adams. Yes. Um, I checked back in to see if there was any level of continuation on that, and he said absolutely not. Like, can we have any clarity on what the hell happened? He's a liar because he absolutely has been trying to get Kay Adam back on the show. But my attention has been divided because I had Tony Khan on for a pre-record today, and he is one of the co-owners of the Jaguars. And Mike had told me if we get Trevor Lawrence on the show, he might pass out. Mm. And so I've been doing groundwork with Tony Khan to try to get Trevor Lawrence on the show. And so I have not been as attentive to the Kay Adams situation, but I know Corey is. I just want him to be more direct instead of, like, looking around the, you know, the walls and everything. That just feels weird. Yeah, yeah, it feels creepy. Yeah, no, I, to be fair, you made you made Corey's dreams happen last year. It feels like it's Mike's turn, right? Exactly. I might not be able to pull it off in time but the groundwork was laid and tony khan goes oh wow i kind of want to see that too so i'm kind of hoping that i can make it happen because i know trevor lawrence is here i saw him yesterday okay very good uh look i've taken enough of your time you have other maybe gambling or show things to do in las vegas we appreciate you greatly you teased forward do you know what time that interview with warren sap is that's a great question. I didn't do that much work. Just well, that's yet, fine. So that's fine. Just Tolo, listen to the whole damn show. Yeah, I'll work on that. You guys work on stopping this Knicks comeback, okay? Yep, yep, yep. yeah, we're, we're trying right now. Crossing fingers and everything, not really going the way it works. But you know what? We'll keep trying. We'll let you try and do other things in Vegas. 
maybe go and catch up with that lady of the night. I don't know. Uh, but Yo. Kevin Hagelin, <laughs> the KNC masterpiece. Appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time, my man. Later, man. Have a good show. There he is. Uh, they, they've been having a blast as well out in Las Vegas. It's been really fun keeping up with all these fellas. Uh, Someone said, Blake, it is all worth it, I promise. What is know. all worth it? I have no idea what that's I feel like the last thing I said about being all worth it was the buffet. Oh, yeah, that was the buffet. Well, okay. And uh, we didn't get a chance to try it. Maybe, uh-uh. maybe eventually. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll send some food back. FedEx. Oh no. FedEx same day delivery. I don't, I don't think I'd want to see that happen at all. Amazon same day delivery would be nice. Amazon fresh. Yeah, keep, but I don't think that's, it. I don't think that's how it works. I think that they take plate. They like the reason why it's fresh is because they deliver from places nearby. I don't think they send it across. It? The, is that what you think is happening? No, I know, I know it's okay, not what's happening. Right. You don't think it could happen for the buffet? Uh huh. We you might. Want, you we, want a buffet? Some. You know what? We might have to cue up the Orlando Magic music. I don't know what we're going to do next. Um, on paper, I had a particular segment, but you know what? We'll see if we figure out a different thing to talk about next. Maybe a buffet, maybe Amazon, maybe Orlando match. I don't know. We'll talk about it next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside uh, Blake Elliott. Yes, Sersky. David Shrupp is on the ones and twos. Your Dallas Mavericks hold a 10-point lead in New York against the Knicks. 111 to 101 right now. And so they've got about four minutes to go in that contest. Mavs hoping to hold on, get another win, um, and, you know, keep this thing rolling. Uh, to get right right here on 105 Through the Fan, right now, what or how do you build your dream man cave? Yep. What is in your dream man cave? What do you need? This was a, a thought by Blake Elliott, and I imagine because he, in a way, is building that with mm-hmm. his apartment in general. So and I got some updates too. Okay, well, well yeah. go, go ahead then. Like as you continue to do that, I imagine Dream Man Cave would be endless money, and I don't think you had that right now. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, what are we looking like? Okay, so first of all, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. I need every single person that's available to text. Oh wow! To text in what their Dream Man Cave is. I need it to be so many responses that I can't even read it because y'all send in so many. I don't need to see one or two responses. I know y'all are listening. I need to see that text line light up. He said, what your dream man cave. And if you're a girl, what is your girl dream woman cave? Let us know as well. We're all inclusive. I want to hear all woman the dream. Cave? That that sounds wrong. Dream caves. That what doesn't a, sound right. Whatever your dream cave is okay. for watching your With media like stalactites and Beca- stuff? Because, no? okay. because this is going to be building for Blake's Chris got man sports cave for okay. watching sports. Yes. But also, I can see it if you're a girl and you want to watch The Bachelor. Do you want the full set of lights, ambiance, have your girls over, whatever. Or if you're a guy, sports, whatever. I want all y'all texting it. We already got some people sending it in. Okay, so first thing first. To set the stage, we are going to go out because we have an infinite money. We have Mark Cuban's credit card, and we are going to go get the Panasonic PTRQ. Oh, this guy K-K-U. got specific. Oh my, what what is it? 4K. What 3D is it? LP. Tell me what it is. We're not going down your Amazon wish list, Blake. Oh, trust me, this this, this can't even afford to get in my Amazon laser projector. I want you, okay a projector. I want thank you. you. I want that, you to, that was the word that you need. Projector. Okay, thank I, you. I want you to guess how much the projector is. If you're close, I'll give you five dollars. If you're if you're within ten thousand dollars, he said ten thousand dollars. If you're within ten thousand, I'll, I'll I'll give you I'll give you five bucks. I don't know twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't know three hundred and twelve thousand dollars. Okay, a lot this, of money. This man wants to. He's not trying to make a man cave. He's trying to make a planetarium. Is what he's trying <laughs> okay, to make. So okay, I'm, I'm getting right. the most expensive projector. On, if, if credit card wasn't a problem, right? So I'm getting that set up. Laser 4K projector. The whole nine. This is like what they use in movies and movie theaters. 
I'm getting. See, look at look. These are reasonable people from the two. I don't, I don't need reasonable reclining <laughs> seats, popcorn machine, bar, pool table, eighty-inch TV. See, like that's need, how normal. people... No, no, no. When I say reasonable, I don't mean that they're like staying within the bounds uh-huh. of reason. Like it's just these are the things people talk about. It, they talk about the things as opposed to like the specific. Okay, I, you're the, giving. You're nice, like I'm gonna go to IKEA. Nice. I'm gonna get the scars gar, <laughs> and then I'm gonna set it up. I'm gonna go down okay. to Burlington Coat Factory. Like, I, what are you talking let, about? Let, let me let me pull it down. A nice projector. Thank you. That there we go. But but I want the nice. Okay, very good. The nicest projector. Um, automated screen. I think it's a must. I think that makes sense. So that you can then pull it up and display. What are you displaying under it? Like, because otherwise it doesn't need to be automated, does it? No. It, it, so it's it's hanging from the ceiling. Sure. I click a button, and now the screen comes down. So yeah, now but my what's project- behind the screen? Nothing. Well, my projector. Then so it's not on the wall. So it's not on the. Just so I don't have to get up, so I can press a button. But so I can sit in my recliner. Okay. Rather than because otherwise you got to pull it down or it's always down. Yeah, it could just be always down. No, I want it to be automated up and okay. down. All right. Maybe maybe we have some artwork behind. There you it. go. See, we got I we like got that. Deion Sanders high stepping as our artwork in the back. We also have LeBron doing doing the little um the little what the, the cradle like the, with the background. I don't know. It was in it was in the Lakers theater. I don't know what the name of that honey okay, dip, whatever. Him dunking. Also, we got to have a, a very, 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 very nice sound bar home theater setup. With yeah, we got to go with the system. A bar is not going to be enough. We need the subwoofers. We need we the need- rear speakers. Dolby Atmos. The whole, the whole, the whole nine. Um, now, now, me personally, I'm gonna throw a PlayStation Five in there. I'm, I gotta throw the five in there. Why not both? Because I, I would never do an Xbox. PlayStation Five. I, I, I would rather go nothing before I had an Xbox. Um, wow. Did they pay you for that fealty that you're providing to no, Sony? No, I, I, I just I just always been a Sony guy, and Sony sticks together, and we don't exactly man. We don't we don't go on the it. Xbox, the dark side. Either way, so X or so PlayStation, PS5, okay. um, unlimited controllers. Now, how do we feel on this? I'm I, unlimited I, controllers. I'm a big ping pong guy. Not as huge mu- huge ping pong guy. Are we thinking ping pong, air hockey, air hockey rink? Convertible. How, how long do you actually play air hockey? I feel like air hockey is a game to be played for 10 minutes until you're bored. I feel like ping pong, we can have a tournament. Because you know then mean? you can turn it into beer pong. You can do a lot of things with it. With, with I air, guess that's fair. With air hockey, you're right. It's just a passer of the time. Passer of the time. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. And look, text in if you think that we're, we're being wrong in this regard. Let me let me hit some of more of these people. Mm-hmm. Of, I think we're building a community. Yes, man we're building a community point, man cave. Because uh, we got uh, signed memorabilia. Now, there we go. Specifically, Mavs signed jersey by Dirk and Jason Terry. I love those. Yep. Uh, somebody said the projector mini bar. Get some alcohol in here yep. is what yep. some people are talking about. Okay, let me supplement. With the mini bar, I need a personal chef and personal bartender. Personal chef has come up here. Great idea. Uh, I love that people are spe- specifying Wi-Fi. Great point. Like, yeah. I mean, we didn't say that. I felt like it was it went without saying, but you know what? That's a good point. Make yeah. sure that there's good Wi-Fi. Uh, good TV, sound system, those we kind of talked about. Fridge. Fridge is a great one, but I want to— Pool wanna, table is a good answer. I, I'm, I'm not as— I, I was, love a billiards now, table. No, no, no. I didn't say billiards table because Blake is not good at pool. Oh. So now I understand for my friends that is a great community, and I'll have it deep in the corner away Who from. Fails the you as a as a person, like you didn't have a mentor. Everyone, that, oh I'm just God. never good at billiards. Um, but that would be something in the corner, that would be very far away from my TV viewing experience, so I can hear them all not be good and hit the ball around. <laughs> I don't need that messing up the Cowboys losing in the playoffs again. I need to enjoy that in peace. Um, Blake is too young to remember memory cards. LOL. No, I'm not. N64, PS2, PS1. I don't have my fair share of memory cards. PS2 so, is the greatest console ever. And, and, and adding to that, we're adding a PS2. That's right. And we're adding a GameCube. I'm going to play Crazy Taxi till my eyes fall we're, out. We're adding a GameCube. We're playing Super Mario Brothers Tennis, Super Mario Brothers Smash, um, Melee, um, Strikers, all of that. Mario Party. 
What what are some other things we're missing? We got we got the fridge. It feels like we're all we're, it's it's a lot of around ooh, TV. Now ooh. this is the thing. You have one projector, and I'm like, I want I want um sports bar type vibes. Yeah, I want yeah, like a yeah, wall of yeah. televisions. Let's get a wall of televisions to, just... to the left. Wall okay, of televisions. There we done. Go. So now I look to the left, wall of televisions, and in front of me projector. To the right is my mini bar. Behind me slash in front of me slash above me. I'm confused as to what you're saying right now. Above me is what I meant to okay, end on. Excellent. Is a mini jumbotron that has all the scores around whatever sport I'm picking, whether it be NBA and it's got the scores circulating on this jumbotron. Think of when you go to New York and they have the the so, stocks. So you want like a ticker? I want a ticker. Like at the top in the top corner of the rooms? Yeah. Okay. All right. And but wouldn't, all, that, wouldn't that ruin, wouldn't that, like, spoil some of the games for no, you? No, it's just all the games that are going okay. on right now. I can look up. Oh, all what's right. the score? I don't want to click on it, that game. Oh, the Knicks game's in the fourth well, quarter. That's what we got on. all the TVs for. We can just put the games on, baby. But, see, we got the ticker also. It's got stats as well. It's a it's a, it's a, a decent-sized mini how, jumbotron. I don't know how many people go to stat board when they, like, when they get to making their yeah, – you're a very unique person. I appreciate that. I okay? picture Blake's man cave. Anime pictures. I, I do fancy anime. Yoda, not so much. No stripper poles, maybe a miniature war field. That was probably the most interesting depiction miniature of Blake. Miniature war field? I don't know where huh. miniature war field. I, do I give off those vibes, miniature war field? I don't know what those vibes are, to be completely <laughs> honest. Now, what do we think about this? This was sent in. Double bowling lane. Um, you think I sound, like think the a, idea. Think a sound. Think a sound. I like the idea, though. What's, can I someone like give me a, a, bowl, a bowling pin getting hit? and there's That's, a, that's all the noise. I mean, yeah, but if you're not playing, you just turn the thing off and watch the movie. Well, no, but, but, but we're assuming, say the whole the whole squad's there. There's eight of us. We're okay. watching the game. And I'm watching the Cowboys well, if the speaker, losing. If the speakers are dope enough, what you worried about? Mm, good point. You know what I mean? Good point. Good point. Now, now, ooh, you know what we didn't say? Where is the location of our man cave? Because that, that's, that, that's a big factor. Are we in the attic? Are we in the basement on the first floor? I feel like this has got to be a basement. Service. Basement, the entire basement. Lots of Lots of room. Yeah. Lots of room. Now, I, that's what it feels like. Am I wrong? Now, you know, we didn't say, what, what What are we sitting in? We doing regular couch? We doing recliner? We doing sofa? We doing sectional? That's certain tough. material? That's tough. That's that's where it comes into it. Yeah, because like- you gotta, You're sitting for a long time. You almost think like theater room and having like individual seats, but it feels like it'd be good to have just like big- I'm like, thinking big, big like, seating like, area, like a know? U couch, like where there's space in the middle. Like, you know how couches yeah. mainly, it's like an outer scope. Yeah. You have the crust. I want the crust of the pizza plus the middle part of the okay, pizza to sit on. Okay, now we're building like a man, uh, like I don't even know if cave is the right answer. We're, we're been building like a man, I don't just, know, resort. Someone just, said uh, a Roman sauna, a mud bath, which honestly, those sound incredible. I'm just like, now we're building a spa. We're building a spa, <laughs> which you know what? I would like a spa. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Okay. Reclining stadium seats. Water okay. slide. I, I'm, All right. Okay. I, I'm not going this for this. This man's been building a carnival cruise, apparently. I, I'm not going for the stadium seats. You lost me on that one because those have never been comfortable. Maybe there's one that's memorabilia, but I'm sitting in a nice plush uh, velvet um, with my personal masseuse rubbing my back while I enjoy the Cowboys. All right. We've gone. We've gone into all sorts of places. Uh, I don't even know how to recover from this. So you know what we do. So get right right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we talk about your Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. You get a win in New York. We'll recap what happened on trade deadline day for your Mavericks and discuss this game. 122-108, win against the Knicks. We do it all next against the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.